Hi, and welcome to my podcast for parents. My name is Ann Maxwell, and I'm inviting you to a space where you get to be who you are, not only as a parent, but as the amazing being you actually are. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Four Parents podcast. My name is Ann Maxwell, and this one is called Blended Families How To. And I am joined by one of my favorite people in the whole world, my oldest nephew, Drew Hill. Welcome. <laughs> also the favorite. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's lies, but I, I like to tell myself that. I know. Well, I like to tell myself that too. Favorite aunt, you know, that's right. You that's have right. a zillion of them, but yeah, <laughs> I'm the favorite. Anyway, well, I'm going to tell a story on like my favorite people in the whole world all love each other. So I'm going to tell this story about Drew when he was three years old and we were at my mom's house. It wasn't a house. It was a tiny little apartment that she lived in in Northwest Washington, D.C. And she had a dining room table and we would my mom was sort of mission control for the family until she died. And she was the one who had all the family parties and Drew was three years old. And my Grammy, who was my favorite, favorite, favorite Grammy ever, was sitting on the far end of the table where you couldn't get to. Everybody would have to stand up and move in order for her to get anywhere. So she was over in the corner and Drew disappeared under the table. And the, <laughs> he reappeared with his arms straight up in the air and looking at my Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> like pick me up and my Grammy picked him up and he was so happy there like I will never forget that two of my favorite people in the whole world and of all the people that he could have chosen he chose her so a guy after my own heart I know how to pick him yeah I know you do you totally do I do too darling <laughs> <laughs> so this is on blended families and as a therapist I meet with lots of couples who are in the process of separating, splitting up, divorcing, have divorced. Some of them are in really difficult court battles over custody, over alimony, over child support, over all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that I love the most about you, Drew, is that you and the mom of your twins, who are now 21, by the way, I just yeah. learned, oh my God, really get along. And sometimes I've even seen that you guys have taken vacations together and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things I also know about being a therapist is that we tend to replicate where we came from, right? We tend to have relationships as adults based on the kinds of relationships that we were surrounded by growing up. And some of us like you and me are able to break those patterns and create something completely different. I think that my situation is probably less unique in 20, you know, 22 than it would have been in 1975 when my parents got divorced, right? Okay. So the situation is like, you know, a lot different and judges now will actually take the father into account and split the time and do things like that and make sure that all parties are getting what they're supposed to be getting for the most part. I think the thing that's, that's different is how you approach it. Because when you're first going through the divorce, you're dealing with the sting. And it's kind of like anything, right? Your, your immediate guttural reaction 
is I hate this or, or like I'm never going to survive this or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And some of it is just kind of getting your mind around embracing the suck and understanding this is a temporary pain mm -hmm. that you're going to go through. And any anything that I say that's disparaging about the mother of my kids in front of my kids is only going to hurt me. It's not mm -hmm. going to hurt Katie. Katie's, you know, a wonderful human being. My kids know that the reason why this works is because we were both very much in tune to the fact that it's not about us. It's about our kids and, and kind of shame on you for making it about you. Like who gives a shit who gets the painting in the living room? Is that really important? Is that what you really want to fight about? Or is this something bigger? Like you not wanting to just cope with the fact that you're dealing with real pain. Right. So sometimes we do things and we say things and there's kind of like no undo on that. So right. it's really right. difficult sometimes to kind of keep that in mind. But from the get-go, my ex-wife and I talked about this. And that was just one of those things we set up as a ground rule early on was we will not speak about each other in a disparaging way in front of our kids. Yeah. And it's just like, it's never happened. My kids have never heard. And I don't have anything bad to say about her. She's a, a great person. And right. like you said, we definitely have taken trips to the beach. We've taken trips to Disney with the kids. She actually just took me out for my 50th birthday to a concert. Yeah, we have a great relationship. And thinking back on it, I think all of us would want to have a good relationship with parent of our children because you want to have kind of like this ability to A, not get played by your kids, right? So like, hey, well, mom told me I could do this. Well, no, she didn't. And I can have that relationship with Katie. So I immediately bust them on things like that. And she was able to bust them when they would try it too. And they learned in elementary school, they can't play that game with us. So there's a lot of benefits to just kind of taking a deep breath and remembering that, you know, you got kids involved. I'm assuming you got kids involved and just try to keep that in the mind because yeah. it ultimately everything we do in our lives should be about making sure we're taking care of our kids. Right. That's our goal as parents. So, well, one of the really cool things about you and Katie is that you have loving and from the outside looking in successful relationships with other people post-divorce and there really seems to be no, none of that snarky kind of energy from any of you towards any of you, which is really awesome. I guess one of the things that I get about you and Katie is that you really wish the best for each other and you celebrate each other's successes, divorced. Oh, absolutely. Which is so cool. One of the things as a therapist that I've run into with kids is the shame that they feel or the, how wrong they make themselves for not having been able to get their parents to agree or to stay together or whatever. And mm -hmm. I don't think that occurred with your twins and each other. Although talk to me about that. Did they ever want to like, feel like there was something wrong with them because they weren't able to keep you guys together? No, because I, first off, I think they were so young and that how old like, were they? they were like two and a half, three years old. Okay, cool. So when you're that young, you kind of like, you're going to process it the way your parents are processing it. Yeah. And we were very smooth about it. And very yeah. much like I was going over to her place after to pick up the kids from nursery school and bring them back to her place. Like yeah. we eased it into it. And the kids understood that like when you get married that young, 
you have that many differences. And Katie and I had a lot of struggles in a lot of different areas. None right. of it was an indicator of our love of the kids. Right. Like that never changed. And right. I think that was the one thing our kids always saw was, you know, they're not living together, but like they always have each other's backs. Like right. if one kid was talking trash about Katie, I would always tell them to zip it. And you don't talk about your mom like that. It, just like you would if you were together. You're not going to tolerate that as a parent. You want them to be respectful and understand the importance of the mom. And just like, you know, I want them to understand the importance of a dad. Yeah, that's so cool. And I'd forgotten that they were so young. Yeah, I know that Wendy, though, was older when my parents divorced. And she definitely felt some of that guilt. And like, you know, I could have kept Drew from crying as much. Like, there was right. a lot of that internalization of like, I could have done something to prevent this. And I don't know how you properly address that. I think just encouraging them to understand that it's a mommy daddy thing. It has nothing to do. And it has nothing to do with them, which is one of the things that I encourage parents to say to their kids, like have a direct conversation. I want you to know that you're not the cause of this and there's nothing that you can do that would get us back together. That's a decision for us. Yeah. How old were you when, when your parents divorced? Three. Same, okay, same, boom. Same okay. age. Yeah. Yeah. Same age as my kids. Yeah. So you got to do a redo in a way that, which is so cool. Like you get to break it for all that, that pattern because they, your parents' parents were divorced too. You know, I, although I don't know about. Sorry. My, my father's side was, my mother's side was not. So okay, got like, it. my mom came from, we don't believe in divorce kind of a more of a religious background. The 50, right? Yeah, the 50s yeah. Year era. Ex- yeah. Exactly. So I think for anybody going through a divorce that was part of divorce, and like I even say this to my kids, like my son will say, I, you know, I want to be just like you. And I was like, every single time he says it, I say the same thing. No, you're going to be better than me. Right. You're, you're going to be you. you exactly. Know? You're going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah, going to, yeah. you're going to look at the mistakes that I make as a father, you're going to remember those and you're not going to repeat those. And right. I think that all of us kind of try to do that. And it's like, it's hard to articulate it, but there's very much a remembering the things that you wish didn't happen to you. And then making damn sure that that doesn't happen. That you don't do that. Yeah. I've been listening to a guy named Terry real, who's a licensed clinical social worker and a therapist who has a particular form of therapy called relational therapy, if you will. And one of the things that he talks about is in relationships, you get along and then you hit bumps in the road, you know, and then you repair. And it's not a question of fixing it. It's just a question of acknowledging either where the other person blew it or where you blew it or where you both blew it and then moving up, cleaning it up if you need to clean it up and then moving on, you know? Yeah. And that seems to me to be what you and Katie have done and how you've raised the kids. It's not about being perfect. It's just about recognizing the bumps, celebrating the good times, recognizing the bumps, yeah. cleaning them up and moving on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She was married to me long enough to know that I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think anybody in anybody in the family was like, oh, Drew's a you know total angel. Like what you said is exactly right. You kind of, in a kind of going back to what I was saying before, it's like, you, it's hard to remember that 20 years from now, none of this crap matters. Exactly. Like this stuff that we're arguing about, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. And throwing away the relationship or the potential for having a good relationship with the mother or the father of your children because of a temporary pain is kind of short-sighted. 
Right. It really is. And there's something also about in that repair phase is one of the things that he talks about is in order for you to value yourself, you have to have a firewall between you and your behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. You are not your behaviors. I mean, Drew and Wendy and I have gone on some pretty tough trips and had some of the best times together. Yeah, We really have. And we reach for each other when those times come up, who would think that that was even going to happen. But part of that is that regardless of what any of us do, I don't internalize anything. If I make a mistake with you guys, I don't internalize it as I'm a bad person. And the really cool thing about you as a parent and you as a nephew and a brother, and basically you as a person is, I don't think you do either. Yeah. You have to have that sense of kindness for yourself that you have for your kids, because if you don't, that's where, that's where the fault finding and the finger pointing towards you comes in. You know, I, I think that's the thing. Maybe you've, you've hit the nail on the head with me. I just kind of like, I know that I'm not like, I know that I'm flawed. Right. And I'm okay with those flaws because like, I get that. And I think that makes it really easy for me to be like, when somebody feels like they may have wronged me, like they need to understand, like, dude, none of us are perfect. It's because shit happens. Excuse my language, but you know, it happens. So yeah, like you just need to understand, like you said, that's not your brand. It does not define you. It was a, mm-hmm. like a moment where you had a, a weak moment. And again, all of us have that in our lives and to right. just, like, to act like you didn't, you know, like, or that you're perfect is just kind of like, come on. Right. And then where so many of us go, because I think I spent a lot of my life doing that, blaming myself, fault finding, finger pointing, thinking that I was really wrong when in fact, whatever it was that I'd either said or done just didn't work out, you know, and, and instead of just being able to admit that, acknowledge it and move on, I made myself so incredibly wrong. Right. And you don't do that, which is really cool. Yeah. And I don't think your kids do that. I mean, I think that you've broken that pattern. I think your dad, my brother, made himself pretty wrong for a lot of, a lot of the choices that he made. And I'm not sure that he was ever able to heal that, you know? Yeah. And I think Um, he made himself incredibly wrong and faulted himself for a lot of stuff that was going on, wasn't able to acknowledge it. And you don't function like that, which is an incredible gift to your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. Cause that one's done. That pattern is done in your line. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm hoping that my kids kind of look at the other people in their lives and kind of think of it the same way. Like we all need a help. Right. And the more that we open our arms to other people, give out hugs, high yeah. fives, yeah. you know, the better the world would be than like, you know, crapping all over somebody for having a weak moment. And if they right. can own that and they do own it, then like, just understand that forgiveness is like, it's a currency that you have a vast bank account with, right? So you can give it out for free. And why not? Why not just be understanding of people? Well, and of yourself, like forgiving other people, and then also forgiving yourself. That's huge. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think the first step is just owning the things that you need to own, forgiving yourself for having done it, and then moving on. And again, when something happens to you, understand and turn, that's all. Yeah, no, it really is. And the idea that you're not perfect and something about your imperfections not driving you, you know? Thank you. 
blended families. This is how you do it. <laughs> it all begins with you <laughs> and for you to be who you are and do all this stuff. And other people either are able to change or not as they choose. And I just get that when we do the work on ourselves, that's when the miracles happen. So thank you for being here, Drew. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hugs, hugs and love to everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like, you can connect with me below in the comments section. And if you'd like more information about me, please go to my website at www.annmaxwelllcsw.com.